We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It was quite the scene out there with Nick fans. What did you think of the crowd? That's great. That's the You know, you guys hear me like, not only do we have the good fortune of our arena and our fans at home, which I think, you know, are the best, there's nothing like it, but every city you go to, there's always a, a, a huge fan base and you feel it. And I think it brings energy to us, you know, so certainly appreciate it. You got a, you got a nice hand in the introduction, right? I didn't notice that, but I think Josh pointed it out to me. He asked me if it was my family. <laughs> uh, Zach Carr, what's what's going on, Zach? Precious moving his feet on defense and Sims footwork work. Love it. Love the praise for those two unsung heroes of the game. Uh, don't care what their stat lines are. Those guys made all the difference. Because, th- again, th- that's like... When when you have that level of the last line of defense, I'm like, Charlotte, give them credit. Like, they penetrated. They got a lot of shots on, on rim tonight. I'm fairly certain. Uh, let's see if I can do this really quickly and not uh, drive Andrew crazy. Uh, in terms of uh, shooting, I think Charlotte takes a fair bit of shots at the rim. Yeah, they're eighth in the league in terms of frequency of shots at the rim, and they they do not take a lot of threes. So they really do put some pressure on you. Now, obviously, they didn't have Lamelo Ball tonight, but Lamelo Ball doesn't even get to the rim all that much. He got better this year at that, but he's not great at it. So they needed that backline pressure because they the, the the Hornets do a fair bit of attacking and um and they held up big time. Thanks, Zach. Kane Marco, take mob general. I feel like we haven't seen you much this year. What's going on? Hashtag, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Hashtag, no trades. Okay. Respectable position. It's not one that I endorse, but it is a respectable position. I Just like I said before, I don't know how you could watch this team and say, like, they don't need to make a trade. I don't know how you look at this team and be like, oh, they definitely need to make a trade. It's it. The truth lies somewhere in between. It has to be the right trade. And I'm not saying it's broke, but it's not about whether it's broke or not. It's about whether you can get better. And I think there's a world where they can get better with the right trade. So with respect, I disagree, but I think it's fair. Speaking of, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I haven't sort this one advanced stats check. Want to guess where the Knicks are on offense right now? I was going to pull it up, but I won't. I got uh, it. I got it. Guessing game. I got it. Uh, ninth. 
They are up to eighth now in offense. 118 points per 100 possessions. Did they go up? Guess where they are in defense? Defense, I think they're probably fifth or sixth. Fifth. They're still at seventh, but they're, oh, oh, you know what? They're tied for sixth at 111.9. There are four teams that are giving up 111 points per 100 possessions. 111.3 is the Thunder. 111.5 is the Magic. 111.9 are the Knicks and the uh, 76ers, who that might, number might change after tonight. And then when you go to that's net four through six, that's four, four through, through six, four through seven. Yes. And then when you go to net rating, uh, are they up to fourth? They're up to fourth. The Clippers lost tonight. Fourth best net rating in the NBA. And then you go to clean the glass. This is, it's been a while since I checked this. And I'm, I want you to like go now. Now I'm giving you permission to go check where they are in, in spread differential. Oh, that's so spread, spread differential. differential that's for different. anybody. So Point spread differential. differential. What'd you say? Well, spread differential, which is like I was going to explain if you if you had. want to explain what it is. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So spread differential is, I believe, the difference between where you are at, um, or is that the wind? No, that's wind differential. So spread differential is how, in terms of your, like the the Vegas point spread. Yes. Like how, how much you're kick, out kicking your coverage. Um, they're second in the league. Yeah. There you Second go. NBA behind the Thunder. Now, well, overall I, net rating, they're sixth. They're point differential for cleaning the glass. But yeah, keep sleeping on the Knicks. We'll keep making money. And yeah, that, see, this is so weird. Cleaning the glass has them as the fourth best defense and the fifth best. Oh, no, sorry. For, fourth best. No, what, did I, what am I? I'm, I'm all over the place here. Eight, they have them as the eighth best defense and the seventh best offense and the sixth in net rating. Yeah, but man, so you're telling me the only teams ahead of them in net rating now are the Thunder, the Wolves, and the Celtics. The Thunder, the Celtics, and the Sixers. The Bulls are down to sixth. Man, they've really fallen. A couple of losses to ass teams will do that to you. And that and that Sixer number. What is that Sixer number now? Seven point seven, and a lot of That's that has a- to do with the fact that they were. Destroying no. a very weak schedule. That's a that's a fraudulent. I don't say it's a fraudulent. That's, that's not fair. Because you like, could, you could pick Knicks about every team. I, I was about you could pick Nick pick Knicks about yeah. the Knicks schedule. Like if you wanted to in January. However, I'd like to point out that their three biggest wins this season, um, two I of know. them are the team that's in front of them, the 76ers, and the team that won the title last year. And the thing about having Embiid, and look, this is why ultimate. Ultimately, if he plays enough games, he's probably going to win another MVP. The thing about Joel Embiid on your team is if you, as we saw last week, if you face an opponent that just doesn't have the horses, like you could just make them look silly and you don't even have to do anything. Just he's and like how many players in the league can you say that about at this point? I mean, Mm. it's he's kind of in a class of his own in the way that he can just physically overpower and dominate, dominate another team that is bad and doesn't have anybody to throw at him. Like it's what pop said. A lot of people got on pop for saying what he said, but he wasn't wrong. He's like, I give you some bullshit about how we're going to try to stop and beat tonight. But mm-hmm. we don't have a fuck about what he wants to do. By the way, to everybody else that has jumped out the window, like me, um, if you care about not just the three seed, but the two seed, the bucks are losing to the nuggets at the moment. Which the Bucks are playing lost. the Nuggets right now? How did I not realize that? And a loss there would put the Knicks in just two games back for the two seed. Is that on national TV, the Bucks Nuggets game? Nope. League pass. Oh, weird. Yeah. That's so strange. Okay. Uh, let's keep it going. 
Uh, Chris Carter, what's going on, Chris? Thanks for the contribution. I've been more frustrated by Julius than anyone. He's indispensable to this team. Hopefully, this injury will help Randall critics, including myself, focus on what he is instead of what he isn't. Um, I hope so, too, Chris. Um, I, I, For me, it would just be nice... I don't know how I got to this place with Randall. It'd be nice if he just was appreciated a little bit more. Like, you know, I'm not going to call anybody out, but like, I definitely got some, you know, whether it was email or a comment or the newsletter. And again, it's justifiable for people to be frustrated by him and have this reaction. But a lot, some people out there are like, I think they'll be not only good, but I think they'll be better in his absence. I, I don't agree with that. I think he, for as imperfect a player as he is, they really do need what he provides. And I think we're going to... The reason I'm not as out the window post-injury as maybe Andrew and some other people are is because I, I I think they're going to have... I think it's going to be tough some nights without him. I think you're going to see that. But we'll see. Uh, Chetnik, what's going on, Chetnik? Can't give flowers to the Cavs until they have played as many road games and back-to-backs as the Knicks. They, yeah, and like Andrew said, they have an easy schedule coming up. But I, I agree, the the back-to-backs and the like the, those those have not been there, so it's going to be tough for them. We'll see. And also, like, not for nothing, they've found a formula where Donovan Mitchell does not have to worry about sharing the rock. It is the Donovan Mitchell show. And I wonder if a part of the success is because of that. And when Darius Garland comes back, is there going to, is there going to be an adjustment? We'll see. Jasso focus. What's going on, Josh? Had to come back for this. One, DiVincenzo played 41 minutes in a game. We were up by 20 for nearly a half. Please get somebody so this isn't ever necessary. I Again, I thought DiVincenzo, you, you, you could have taken him out there in the fourth when he was starting to tire. I also understand because if you take him out, you got to put Brunson back in. You have to put somebody in to close out that game. Like, the, like there was enough time left where you do not, you don't fuck around with that. You do not fuck around with that game. Um, but the, yeah, get someone else. I'm all, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Get someone else. Totally. Thanks, Joe. With another one, <laughs> last one, hashtag last one. Jazz also lost four of their last six. Uh, I don't care. I, so what is that? I, I don't care. I don't care. Win. Oh, I don't care. I don't care what. Yes. Thank you, Ja. Yes. Agree. <laughs> Juwan Cruz beat the Jazz. F Danny Ainge. Yeah, always F Danny Ainge. He sucks. He's a good GM, but he sucks. Thank you, Juan. Appreciate you. Greg B. What's going on, Greg? MSG South Convo. Last next Magic game in December was the single highest attended ma- game in Magic history. Was at the game, mostly Knicks fans on tonight. Big win. Uh lot of not, not Knicks fans of Florida, for sure. I, I also think it says something about like how many of these teams that we're talking about have great fan bases that like really support their team through thick and thin. 
The Magic don't seem to. The Hornets do not seem to. The Wizards, I don't think they do. I already talked about how the Heat fans are the most fraudulent fan base in all of sports, and the Nets don't have a fan base. So, you know, it's not surprising that there's going to be a lot of Nick fans at, at all these arenas. Also, I'm going to project that February 13th will be the, the, the new record for the largest attended, the largest attendance in Magic history at that arena. That's the night they retire Shaq's number. Oh, yeah. And if they don't, then just pray that you play. Just be glad you play the Knicks twice a year. Magic PR team, because then, you know, you'll get two sellouts. That's a fun young team. That's, that building should be Doesn't sold matter. out every night. Doesn't matter. What? Doesn't matter. It's the Knicks. The Heat j- are what? And we do that to Miami, too. No, I know. No, but I'm just saying, like, the, the fact that they're not selling out every night, like, the tickets are cheap as shit. John, they may sell out. It's they get more Knicks fans to go. I know. <laughs> like, I know. That may be right. what it is. Like they sell extra seats right. probably to Knicks games. This is a good comment. Hashtag the eight gardens. One, Madison Square Garden. Two, MSG Brooklyn. Three, MSG Philly. That's a good one. I forgot that one. Four, MSG DC. Five, MSG Charlotte. Six, MSG Atlanta. Seven, MSG Disney. Eight, MSG South Beach Knicks tape. Philly, you have you have Philly high there. Third, that's high. That is high. I don't know if it's in order. It may just be adding it to the list. It should be added to the list. Would it be last for you, Philly? Yeah, of these, of these, yes, it would be last. Philly would be. I think last. I would too. Because I think there's like a lot of Philly fans, and they're they might not always not always be the best fans in the world, but they're. It's a lot big well, no, they're of like I actually think they they're as dedicated, if not emotionally scarred, oh. as like like they're better than Heat fans. You they're know? dedicated, but like the amount of times like you'll turn on a Sixer game at home and like if the team's not playing well, they'll boo their team and they're like thirty and twelve or whatever. Yeah, but it's, you get mad when your team plays poorly. That's normal fan behavior, which you're I, never supposed to be your team. I think a lot of fans in the country look at and I'm look, I'm not excluding New York, right? We okay. we do that too. I'm not excluding New York, but the extent to which it is done, I think Philly, you could argue, does it more than anybody. I disagree because I know the animal that is Yankee fans that boo Yankee team. fans are a bunch of I'm not uh, finish the sentence. This is the first time I'm gonna say. Go ahead, John. Say what you're gonna say. I mean they're spoiled. Sixers fans may be a little spoiled at this point that they've been to the conference finals all these years. So these regular season meetings don't matter. Yeah, but they haven't won dick since 1983. And that's why they're even more paranoid because they haven't won dick since 1983. Outside of this one random Eagle Super Bowl, that city hasn't won dick since 2008. And it's a lot of second place finishes. How you doing? Philadelphia <laughs> Phillies. Okay. Eagles lose the Super Bowl last year. That's fired. All right. Uh, thank you. One more. One more. One more. Okay. El Coriano 11. How would you rank the Knicks big three compared to the rest of the league? Two all-stars, two all-stars, Brunson, Randall, and a possible defensive player of the year in OG. How would I rank them? All right. Hang on. Why can't I see the freaking? Okay. Oh, it's so, that's tough. It's tough. 
So we're ranking big threes. Man, I would. I need a lot more time for this. Can we make this a Patreon episode? El Coreano, John and I are going to make this a Patreon episode that you could probably listen to soon. I'll, 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 I'll get. I'll really do it. The, uh, I'm like looking through the league. Jokic and Murray are so special together that like I don't even care who you've put, put, I mean put I guess put Gordon as their number three that's fine it doesn't, mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter to me like Denver Denver's above them I mean the Clippers thing has worked so well uh so them I mean Phoenix it's fucking Kevin Durant Dem Booker uh those three and then yeah I mean Giannis and Dame um, Giannis and Dame have have like they they you you respect them that much. That any third person that you put with them, well, I mean, they have Chris the, Middleton who's still pretty good, or even Brooke Lopez, you know, in, ask, in the conversation. Answering, asking the question, so if you put Dame and and Giannis, then their third guy being Middleton, I think I'd have that then, out of the Knicks too. And then you know, I think a lot of people would have Maxi neck and neck with Brunson. I mean, shit, the players voted Maxi ahead of Brunson for the All Star game, right? And then you. Throw in Embiid, and then I think Tobias Harris is very underrated. So that's five that I just named, and I didn't even talk about Boston. Like who is who is Boston's top three? I guess Tatum Brown and Tatum Brown, Porzingis, Tatum Brown, White, Tatum Brown, Holiday. Like probably Tatum Brown, Porzingis. They've, I think, right around six, seven, eight. They're in. I think they're in that range. I think I'm not trying to do a bit here. You have Philly ahead of the Knicks in big threes. Dude, they have the reigning MVP. Right. So they have the number one. The Knicks have two and three. Yeah, but I think that's unfair to Maxi. I think Maxi Brunson's been better. Listen, Brunson has been better than Maxi this year. Okay. But it's close. And I think Maxi's been better than Randall. And then as far as OG, like I would rather have OG than Tobias Harris on my basketball team. So you now have three out of five. Three of the top five are Knicks. Yes, but they have the number one. And okay. it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty good number one. Is this a playoff conversation? Look, man, I hope we find out. I think that'd be awesome. I think that'd be well, great. I, let's, let's not just go by finding out. What do we know? We know Embiid has not always come up big in the playoffs. And what do we know about Jalen Brunson? Can I quote... My good friend Jonathan Macri on recent post games, by the way, I would I trust Jalen Brunson more than Joel Embiid in a playoff format. I mean, I do, I do, and I, I, I don't, you know, it, when it comes when it comes down to the last five minutes, I think the conversation was specifically about like down the stretch of a close game. I feel more comfortable giving the ball to Jalen Brunson than I would Joel Embiid. It's I still might consider taking Joel Embiid over the course of a series um, because he's Joel fucking Embiid and he's awesome. For as much as what he did over the weekend was despicable, mm-hmm. um, but you know, I don't, I don't know. I the the conversation for me is there's somewhere in the bottom, there's somewhere in the in the bottom half of the top ten. How about that? But we'll do a ranking. We'll do a real ranking on Patreon. We'll do a Patreon. We'll do a draft. There you go. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about our new sponsor, Prize Picks. Not only are they the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America, but they're also the easiest and most exciting way to play. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, it's just you against the numbers, picking more than or less than on a two to six player stat projection. With the NBA season more than midway through and the NFL season with just three games left, now is as good a time as any to pick combo projections across sports from the Specials League. For example, on any given night, take Jalen Brunson over in points, Julius Randle over in rebounds, or OG Ananobi over in steals. Then combine it with two NFL props, like Patrick Mahomes over in passing yards, or Christian McCaffrey over in touchdowns. Prize Picks is a really simple way to play. Prize Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts. Like on Taco Tuesday each Tuesday, Prize Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Prize Picks now offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account all basketball season. You know what to do. Go to prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash KFS and use code KFS for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. By the way, two more. Dom Cappuccini. Thoughts on the front office rethinking possible trades prior to the Randall injury per Bagley earlier in the day. It surprised me for sure. No, I don't think it's, I mean, like watch how the team was playing. Think about, can we skate by, right? Can we skate by for the rest of the season without another initiator? Can we skate by in a playoff series without another initiator? Again, the way Bagley phrased the report was like, it was a consideration of some people in the front office. I think that's fair. I love the fact that they're batting around different possibilities. Especially considering, I'm sure the price for the guys that they want is not a low price. And it may come down to giving up Quentin Grimes or not giving up Quentin Grimes. And like Quentin Grimes is a good player. He's a good young player, good, all the things. So, yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I'm not shocked by it. Um, I think the calculus has changed, you know, but Robert W. Cross. Legend of GMAC. When we get the KFS party bus for the Knicks playoff run, can we film Fuddy doing a reprise of the, his Knicks hype video? I'm for remake remaking the hype video with Fuddy. Ain't gonna be on no damn bus though. I'll tell you that much. I'm, I want to shout out David Funnick because he just had a commercial. Yes, he's in the awesome. Miller Light commercial. Yeah. Yes, I, I hope that plays during the Super Bowl with Ron Riggle, right? Uh, Rob Riggle, Rob Riggle, Rababa. Sorry, Rob. Uh, Rob Riggle, uh, great spot. He's awesome in it. David Fodernick, so honored to have you as part of the extended KFS family here. On one condition, do we remake this? If Jeremy's part of the hype video with his his contributions to the dancing world, we can have his his lady friend there too. There it is. There it is. Okay. There we go. And then one more. 
Ben Kim Gary. Ben, ben, what's going on, Ben? We are down three starters, buckling down and taking care of business. Jalen Brunson, all NBA. Love this team. Hashtag does a Bears fan shit take in the woods. Ben, I got none to add other than that Jalen Brunson is absolutely provided health going to make the all NBA team. There's, I don't even think there's a question about it at this point. I agree. See, we're, we're some happy fans as we, we wrap up tonight. We should, be fans. we should be happy fans. We should be. Um, unfortunately, John, you know who, what fans aren't happy? <laughs> I wasn't sure if we we're going to do this. I would say Baltimore Ravens fans aren't happy today. Joining us as we wrap up today's show, Mr. Sean with a W. <laughs> so John referenced. Whoa, that's loud. Uh, so as we wrapped up the pod today, I know he's going to put Sean as he uh, is coping because the Ravens lost yesterday, has his uh, poster that is the Baltimore Sun the day after the Ravens won the Super Bowl in 2013, or it's 2012, uh, and he's holding it up, and it's going to keep him warm through the night as the uh, Ravens watch the Chiefs in the Super Bowl this year. I, so, John, you had referenced on the pod I, yesterday that you wished that uh, you had brought Sean on because you're a Steelers fan, even though I have no idea how much of a Steelers fan it, you are. So, it, here, well, I'll let you take it away here, sir. It's not that... Because, look, my my... Steeler fandom is is the most fair weather thing you could imagine because I just I don't have time to pay attention to football anymore. Um, but hating the Ravens is something that will never go away. Like just as like Sean, the same thing for you. You hate the Steelers and you will hate the Steelers until you, the day you die. Andrew, Andrew, I told you when he was, I was like, John, listen, I was like, listen, when John says St- Steelers shit never dies. And he's like, yeah, he's like, you're not a real Steelers fan. I'm like, no, no, no. It never, ever dies. No. Ever. And, um, I, my question for you though, is just like, is there a feeling of this was our shot or are you already turning the page to thinking about next year and beyond? Um, I think this, I'm going to say this was this was the best ch- chance because the AFC will never be this wide open because think about it. Burrow was gone. Yeah. Deshaun Watson was gone. The Steelers suck. Well, the Bills mid, were not the Steelers. Yeah. The Bills had issues. Miami wasn't real. Um, yeah. the, the Chargers chargered. The, 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 the Chargers Jaguars jaguared. The Jaguars, Jaguar. Not for nothing, Sean. The Chiefs were very beatable. Like and this, this is the year to get them. Worst Chiefs team in the Patrick Mahomes era. So when we got to the one seed, I was like, "This shit might be part of like the Red Red Sea." Um, and here we are. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of it. You know, I you know what the 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 shitty thing is. You know what the, you know what the NBA comp is. I know what it it's is. The, it's the '94 Knicks. Oh, no, that's not the comp I was going to. What were you going to? I was going to the 2023 anybody against the Heat. That that The Eastern Conference was wide open. Yeah, but you had Denver waiting at the end. I mean, you may have San Francisco waiting at the end. I think where, where you're wow. right in that, and, and this is where, where Sean, I think your frustration is today, and let me, correct me if I'm wrong, like the better team lost, the best team of the four lost yesterday. That the Ravens were, yeah, the Ravens by were, all metrics, yeah. like historically great, and mm-hmm. they had 
like three really bad plays that they made them only score 10 points on Sunday. Yeah. Oh, it was more. It was more than three bad plays. Listen, I'll say this. Um, Go ahead. I, I, okay. Um, we the rate as hey, there's this. I was listening to Jace Locker for he on Baltimore Radio today, and they were like, "Which they were like, which is the worst loss playoffs in history?" For me, it's twenty. It's the 2011 AFC Championship game. That's Lee Evans, Billy Cundiff. Uh, that game, as I said, that game changed the way I watch sports forever. So it will, nothing will ever be worse than that day, game. Okay. Um, but this is just annoying. Uh, the Ravens have been, the Ravens have had a f- buy, a first run by in the playoffs four times, and that they've advanced to the Super Bowl none of those years. None of them. That's, Yikes. That's, it's, it's annoying. Oh. Here's what it's, it's annoying about it is like, I even as my football fandom has kind of gone by the wayside over the over the years, I still know enough to know just like Ravens culture, Ravens infrastructure, like it's top five in the sport and it's been top five in the sport for the better part of twenty years, is that fair to say? Or maybe more than that. I, I don't know how, yeah, how 20 long. Years. yeah. So twenty Yeah. So so when you when you when you come out of that with just one Right, you only you only got the one, right? Most, am I forgetting one? Yes, yeah, it's just the one. Okay. Well, we want well, we have two franchise history, but one under yeah. Harbaugh, one under Harbaugh. That's what I mean. It's the one under Harbaugh. When you come out of yes. it with just the one, it's you f- you feel like you're, you know, you're you're missing a little something. The the, the NBA uh, the streets are saying that uh, John Harbaugh is the is the NFL Doc Rivers, and you know what? I can't unsee it. <laughs> I can't. That's fucking of, great. I can't unsee it. Um, okay. Listen, I, I, one thing I've learned being a Ravens fan, and and I have to remind myself that I've won. I've seen my team win the Super Bowl twice. You have. So you I have. So I have to keep this in consideration. As this I. team never takes the path of least resistance. Never said four, 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 four first round buys. Never advanced to the Super Bowl in any of them. One year we lost, uh, lost to we held Peyton Manning to 15 points and lost home. That. Uh, we uh, then there was the uh, then we beat we got to beat TJ Yates and the Texans and then go to and go to um and go to New Foxborough. England and then Foxborough and then and then kind of and then kind of happened. Then we have the then we have 2019 where uh, the best running team in the league decides to just stop running the stop running the ball 10-3. And that's what actually gets me going because literally I'm watching this game and it's like it's 2019 all over again. Like you knew it. You had, a, you had a feeling from early on. You had a feeling from early on. You know what? I, okay. I that first the first drive when Aguilar when Aguilar dropped that pass, I was like, all right, whatever. Okay, I was thinking the same thing, Sean. Like it's a bad omen. (laughs) I was like, all right, okay. You just start thinking, just start thinking, and then of course, the like, whatever. Um, It's just like, you know what? The problem now is I'm enjoying this, by the way. Every nothing we, as long as John Harbaugh and to a lesser extent Lamar Jackson are in Baltimore. Nothing they will do will matter until 
it is Super Bowl Sunday and they're holding the trophy. Yeah. They could be 17 and 0 next year. It doesn't matter. Lamar could throw for 6,000 yards and run for two. It none of it matters. But that's none a, of it. that's a that's a compliment to where where you're at. And it's a it's the ultimate gift and the curse, right? Because you're you're at that stage, but at the same time, nothing like you said, nothing else matters. So, so Sean right. well, yeah. is if Doc Rivers is John Harbaugh, is Lamar Joel Embiid? Ooh. Well, that's when his second MVP he's called he's called he's called Joel Embiid. He's been called James Harden. Uh, he's been called Josh Allen's Clayton James Harden. Kirsch. Josh Allen's James Harden. Let's let's be let's be honest. He's been has been thrown around lately. Um, I I'll be listening. He got but listen, Kershaw got one. I mean, yeah, it was in an empty stadium <laughs> for like 11,000 people in Texas. Mm-hmm. But hey, yes. he got one. Um, I, I, listen, I, I, I'm prepared for John Harbaugh to no longer be, no longer have a job. Um, really? Cause you want Belichick? Say, I want, no, I want mini Belichick. You want, who's mini Belichick? Is that Mike Vrabel? Mike yes. Vrabel. Okay. Gotcha. It's not going to happen. Like I, like I said, he's Doc Rivers. So he's as long as you know, we will be as long as we get to 10 wins. But just like I said, next year, listen, you know what's funny? I will feel better next year if we're like a four seed at like 11 and six. Because the two times we won a Super Bowl, we were a four seed wow. that had to then go beat the one seed and the two yep. seed on the road and then beat the shit out of the one seed of the NFC for six quarters. Because guess what? You, if the lights don't go out in New Orleans, we that game 49 six. <laughs> you you've always you've always done well uh with a chip on your shoulder. I think that's part I think and I think the Steelers could say the same thing. Steelers and the Ravens, two things they have in common. They always do well with the chip on their shoulder with expectations. Eh, maybe not not as good. Um Sean, I appreciate you coming on. This was fun. And to both of you, um it could be so much worse. So much worse. My goodness, it could, could it be. be so much worse? It could be. It could be. Your quarterback could be, I, could be going, be, be more famous for who he is on a daytime YouTube show than he is playing quarterback for your football team. Hey, listen, man, I'm sure next year is going to be the year. Totally. It's going to be the year. Yep. Um, that on that note, win more than seven games. Uh, I, this was great. Sean, thank you. This was great. Congratulations on your on your last Super Bowl championship. Hope you get to see another one. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Andrew, thank you for uh, everything you do. And uh, most of all, thank you to all of our uh, fans out there and people uh, listening. What? Two more. Just two more Super Chats. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh, Johnny Chiva. What's going on? Hi, JM. Um, plus, uh, addition by subtraction, RJ, question mark, Julius, question mark. I love ball movement. Pause. Hashtag KOC. Um, so, uh, I love ball movement too. Uh, newsflash, uh, the balls were moving pretty great with Julius Randle in there, uh, since they traded, um, they, since they made the trade and the ball is going to keep moving with him. And I think we got to start, uh, looking at what is, as opposed to what we may be, what we maybe not want to be, but like what reputations dictate, you know, uh, cause it's been really good. It's been really, really good. And Robert Cross, I don't have any of these issues as a fan of the New York Football Giants for Super Bowl victories. Congratulations to you, Robert. Truly. Yeah, you know, I talk about 
winning Super Bowls as underdogs, too, by the way. My goodness. Three of the biggest underdog victories in Super Bowl history are the Giants. Yeah. The the Bills game and the two the Bills, Patriots yeah. games. The Bills game and the two Patriots games, yeah. Yeah. They have a nice track record there. Uh, all right. Now we're getting out of here. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, please like the video. Subscribe to the channel. If you listen on the podcast, you know what to do there. Five-star ratings help us out a lot. Reviews help us out even more. Um, I saw we were up to 15th in uh, basketball podcasts this week. Yes, we were. Yeah, fifth, yes, 15th in basketball and then believe in the top 150 yeah, in sports, in, uh, sports podcasts. Uh, yeah. uh, one more. CT Pippen, the OG the KFS meetup in Charlotte. I would come down to Charlotte to 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 see you, CT. That's to me, it makes the most sense if we're ever going to do one of these like road trip things because it's it's not that far, you know. Um, I would go down to Charlotte. I would too. There's a direct flight too, which helps, and it's like right by the airport. I think the the priority should be Atlanta as we bring Sean with the W back. Uh, because with <laughs> the trip to Atlanta means we can partake in the fine cuisine that may present itself in Atlanta. <laughs> Only the finest cuisine. Yes. And we're ordering pickup and we're making John go inside the establishment. I told you. Um, he will have YouTube live on his phone as he's, as he's in <laughs> at establishment. No, we're, we're good. Oh, so here's what we're going to do. We'll give him a little uh, camera so he can so we can see inside. And we're also going to see how long it takes John to pick up some lemon pepper Lou Williams wings from the arguably the greatest wing establishment in the southeastern United States. How long it takes me? At I'm going to go in. I'm going to go in. I'm going to get my food and we'll walk out. However long, if the food's prepared, and, and, I'll be in on 30 okay. seconds. Alright. And, and you will be no distractions. You will not be distracted by anything. I have, when it comes to chicken wings, cut chicken wings, I, tunnel vision. Eyes on the price. To be continued. Well, there's, other, there's other prices in there while you're waiting for the damn chicken. <laughs> All right. Let's Thank wrap you, up Sean, with the W. Thank you, Andrew, Claudio. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for watching. We'll see you later. Peace out. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua, and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.